I'm Brandon Tilba, and you're listening to Brandon Tilba Talks, a discussion podcast. Welcome back to episode three. This week, I want to talk about some stuff that's happened in my life in the last couple of years and how I've thrived, how I've overcome, and how I continue to plan to overcome. This particular episode is going to be more focused on the weight loss aspect of where I've been and my weight loss journey over the last year, two years or so. I hope you guys enjoy. I hope you guys learn something. I hope I can help you if you're inspired to have a weight loss journey and continue on. So I want to give you guys a little context about what's happened in my life over the last couple of years. So basically, my journey to better myself started in September of 2017. Okay, I was in a job that I hated. I did not like where I was at. I was getting very complacent and I was making mistakes and all this and all that. I really hated, like I said, my job. I hated my body at the time. I was grossly overweight. I was smoking weed every night just to deal with like my depression feelings that I had and my anxiety and stuff like that. But I made a choice in that month to better myself. I actually, I had gotten fired from my job because my bosses had had enough of what I was up to and my antics and it was it was a really bad scene at the time so i was unemployed for about 2 weeks and during those 2 weeks i actually stumbled across a lot of things about myself i went into a little bit of a self evaluation on myself and said hey enough's enough i need to move on i need to grow up and that's exactly what i did i was actually looking for a new job at the time and my uncle had actually called me up and he said hey I just fired someone your mom told me you're out of work get your ass over here so that's what I did and he actually gave me a job on the spot just to get me back on my feet and I looked at it as a second choice not a second choice but like a second chance to better myself it was doing the exact same thing that I got fired from okay I was actually working in a parts department at a dealership and the first time I had gotten complacent like I said But this time I said, no, I know it's my only marketable skill and I'm going to bank on that right now. So that's what I did. I jumped into the position. I did the best I possibly could. I made the department a decent amount of money in my first month. And and I said to myself upon day one, I said, I'm on a weight loss journey now. I am on a psychological journey now. I am on a emotional journey now. Like I made all these choices to continue to better myself as I moved through and progressed through this job through the rest of the year. And my main focus at the start was on my health. I wanted to drop a lot of weight and I had a number in mind where I was wanting to be. I knew where I was at. For a little context on where I was at, I am five foot four, so I'm pretty short guy, and I was 192 pounds. So if you know any sort of way that looks like I was just like a big ball of fat pretty much I looked horrible I hated my body I I don't know I thought I was better than I was I had a very entitled attitude but like I said when I started that job I made those choices to better myself be more humble be on this psychological journey to like accept myself more and I wanted results and I wanted them fast so throughout those first couple months I was looking for a way to start losing weight I was also one of the laziest people you would ever meet at that time 
I hated the gym. I hated walking. I hated doing any sort of activity. But I knew that was the only way to get through and actually start losing weight. But it turns out I was actually wrong. And I say I'm wrong because as I researched more and more, I learned a fundamental truth that weight loss is all about calories in versus calories out. That is the be-all, end-all. You're going to lose weight no matter what. Working out means it helps you lose weight faster, and it also helps you retain muscle mass. Okay, So if you want to just get really skinny really fast, you don't have to work out really. Okay, I advise that you go on walks every night for sure because that'll speed up weight loss. But if you want to get toned or drop weight and keep looking good, that's when you want to be working out while you're in a calorie deficit. Okay, there's there's a lot of different scenarios that I can think of where I should have been working out or not working out or this or that. And I came to a lot of different conclusions during that time. And one of the biggest ones was that I needed to find a way to make it effortless. And I finally did, actually. One night I was just, I was on Instagram, actually, just scrolling my feed. And I came across this ad for this company called Kino Body. And I'd seen it a few times. I just thought it was super cheesy and super shitty. And it was just like a little gimmick kind of thing. And the more I seen it, the more I saw different ads from this guy. His name's Greg O'Gallagher. And he, basically what ha- what he advertised was effortless weight loss. Exactly what I was looking for. And I, I kind of got sucked in because he lives in a mansion. He drives all these nice cars. And I was like, man, this guy's living the life kind of thing. I kind of want to be there eventually, but not right now kind of thing. So eventually I clicked the link. He targeted me pretty hard because I kept watching the videos and not doing anything about it. But what I wanted to get out of it, like I said, was effortless weight loss. And when I went into his programs and stuff, and just like reading the synopsis of them, and that's all he kept banking on was effortless, effortless, effortless. And I said, fuck, this is the way to go. This is where I want to be. So... I started listening to a lot of his YouTube material and a lot of it made sense. So the more I listened to his material, I realized he, his real passion is just about building better people, not even better bodies. That's like, that's how it all started for him was building better bodies. But now he's at a point where he wants to build better people no matter what. So anyway, we got into, I got into his YouTube material, like I was saying, and he really started banking on something called intermittent fasting. Now, if you don't know what that is, it's basically an eating protocol where you only eat and during a certain window of time each day. And outside of that, you don't eat because you're just purely burning fat the whole time. It's very effective like for effortless weight loss, like we've all been led into. And I actually really enjoyed it because the only change I actually had to make was just not putting cream in my coffee every morning. Right? So basically what it is... What I do for intermittent fasting is not even hard. I don't make it hard on myself. I don't do a 16 and 8 window kind of thing like most people. I wait after waking up six hours and that's it. That's all I do. I I stop eating around nine o'clock usually anyway. I'm usually in bed by then. So I wake up at about six and I just six hours after that, then I have my lunch, right? And that's how I started to structure my day for the most part. So I wake up. I, ha- I slam back a big glass of water to get things moving, get things rolling. And then I just go to work. Kind of, I get ready for work. I go to work. 
and then I have my coffee at work. I just go about my day and then lunchtime hits and I go, boom, I'm breaking my fast. What do I want to have? What do I want to do? What do I want to see today? Right? So I basically, I'll set myself into a calorie deficit. If you don't know what that means, it means eating less calories than you need to maintain your current weight. So my calculations for that are as follows. To maintain my current weight, I take my body weight at that any given moment and times it by 15. So that'll give me what we call maintenance calories. So that's how I know if I eat up to that amount of calories, I'm going to stay the same weight. Easy enough, right? Then we're talking about in a deficit. So if you want to lose weight fast or at a moderate pace, you do it times 11 to 13-ish. I stick on the lower end. I stick around 11 for the most part just because I feel comfortable with it. I'm okay. I've got my macros in order that I know I can do 11 comfortably. So I started doing that. I'm eating my, I was eating my body weight times 11, and I started dropping pounds like insanely fast. So I went from... 192, like I said, that's where I started, where I started at. And about six months later, I was down to 145. And then I stayed there for an entire year. And I felt really good about it and really happy. And there's so many benefits that I got out of having that weight loss, or even just intermittent fasting itself actually gives you a lot of benefits. I'm not going to go into all of them here, but there's a few off the top of my head that are actually really nice and really beautiful when you think about it. So the first thing I ever noticed in the first week actually was just a real sense of mental clarity where I could actually just sit down and focus on something and get it done. Where before I just had like my mind was cloudy all the time. I couldn't focus. I couldn't think about anything properly. And it was just, it was a bad scene. But then when I started intermittent fasting, like I said, I got that mental clarity and I was just like, boom, 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 boom. Sorry, my snapping there, you can probably hear in the mic, but I was going for it. I was just like, I've got this, everything here to get done today. I was able to organize it into steps and be like, boom, 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 knock it out, knock it out, knock it out. And it worked great. So that was the biggest thing for me. That's like, that's why I like to tell anybody that wants to start on a journey of self-improvement, start with your health. Always, 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 always. If you can get a mental clarity, you can make anything else happen. And that's where I'm at is once I started getting that mental clarity, I was able to go and do a lot more things. Like I said, at the very beginning, I was on a journey of psychological improvement and emotional improvement. So I was able to keep my emotions in check a lot better because I was able to realize them as they were happening and say, why am I mad? I don't need to be mad. Why am I sad? I don't need to be sad. Like, Or do I need to be sad? Why am I? What's contributing to this? And then I started noticing these triggers that I'd never even thought about thinking about before or noticed before. And that's that's when you're able to make the real habit change or the real change to your emotions or your psychology. So that's what I really like about it. Second thing is I was able to realize that cravings are actually coming from not eating the proper macros. So one thing I know, or I actually read a book on it, and I hate reading if you know me, but I do it a lot now because there's a lot of knowledge out there to be had and reading is really the only way to get it. Like you can watch videos, but you're going to forget them two minutes later. I find reading helps me retain and I keep going. So like I said, the thing that I learned was that cravings come from having bad macro setups. And one thing I know from reading a book called Salt, Sugar, Fat, 
is actually that our brains are hardwired from our great-great-great-great-grandparents way back when. They're hardwired to know because back then, in our great-great-great-great-grandparents, their brains were hunter-gatherers, right? Where they had to hunt for their food all the time. So they didn't have food in front of them readily available every single day. What they did was wake up, go for their hunt, get things ready, right? Now, back to salt, sugar, and fat. Your great-great-great-great-grandparents learned on the hunt that if you ever found salt, sugar, or fat, to load up on it as much as you possibly can because you don't know when you're going to find it again. Now, if you take a look at... The, uh, like how our brains evolved from then. I'm going to a little bit of an evolutionary standpoint. If you're a creationist, don't hate me. I love Jesus just as much as you do. But we're gonna. I'm looking at this from a from a of an evolutionary standpoint. Okay. So we've, like I said, our brains evolve at a rate of one percent every ten thousand years. Is one of the numbers. And that's straight out of a Harvard Medical Journal. You can search it up if you want. Uh, it's hard to find. I'll If I can find it again, I'll put the link here for you. But I've also learned that from a few different entrepreneurs that I follow, like Ty Lopez talks about it a lot. I've heard Gary Vee talk about it, Grant Cardone, people like that. Anyway, so our brains are still hardwired to think, hey, I didn't get it. I can't get salt, sugar, or fat readily available enough. Subconsciously, that's what we're thinking. But we know when we wake up, oh, there's salt, sugar, and fat right in my fridge right now that I can eat right now and not even give your body a chance to wake up and start metabolizing and dropping some weight kind of thing or eating some fat before you get going with your day. So people just wake up, breakfast, go. And that stops all fat loss right there instantly. It's, to me, it's a pandemic. That's what I'm going to call it, is the fact that anyone can just stand up eat whatever the hell they want, whenever they want, and just get fat and then wonder why their bodies aren't performing the way they want them to. It's really sad to me at most points when I when I really think about it. But at the same time, those are the choices people are making. They can choose to better themselves every day or they can choose to wallow in self-pity and push themselves farther down the rabbit hole. There's There's a lot of different stances on that topic. I'm not getting into a debate here right now, but... If you want to comment your opinion on it, I definitely want to hear it. It's uh, You can find me on my Discord. You can find me on my Snapchat, my Instagram, my Twitter, whatever. And just, like I said, I, I get sad for these people. But then again, I remember where they're at and what they're choosing to do. So, back to it. Uh, like I said, I got down to 145 pounds. So, that was quite a big amount of weight loss for me. In my mind, I really wanted to hit 135. That was my biggest goal ever and one of the biggest defeats I ever had was stopping at 145 and I was actually down for a while I did not like mentally I was down emotionally I was down because I I didn't reach that goal and I got really upset with myself and then I found a lot of things in that moment where people are so obsessed with the number on the scale that they don't realize how good their body actually looks and I didn't realize that either because I was just so obsessed with hitting that 135, 135. That's all I want. That's all I want. 
I didn't even think about the fact that I was already down 60 pounds. I just wanted, or sorry, 50 some pounds, but I just wanted to be at the 135. And then I realized one day I got up and I looked at myself in the mirror and I said, I look fucking great. Like, why am I so obsessed with getting these 10 last 10 pounds when they don't matter? As long as I'm happy with my body, it, it doesn't matter. And I think that's what, there's a lot to be said for that where people are overweight, but they're so happy with their bodies that they don't care. Right. I, myself, I like to be clean cut, sleek, slim. Like that's my style. I like to be slim, clean cut. Right. A lot of people like the opposite. They like to be a bit bigger. They like, they, they like to eat whatever they want to eat whenever they want to eat it. And that's fine. I'm not getting mad at anybody about anything. They can make their own choices. Everybody's big, a big person, right? So I made my choice. You can make your choice, right? I want to do a lot of things in my life. I want to grow in a lot of different ways than I have in the past. But I want to help you guys out as well. I want to help you guys grow. I want you guys to make your choice and see where you're at. I want to hear about where you're at as well. Like this is where I'm at is I went through that whole weight loss phase and now I'm back up to where am I? I was weighed in this morning at 162, right? But I still am okay with where my, how my body looks because I, I don't need to be a straight six-pack abs. I don't need that. I, I've been relaxed a lot lately. I've been eating a lot of candy. Like my favorite thing to eat is soft bite licorice, 100%. I can buy a bag, finish it in one night, done. I was doing that for like two months straight once actually. And that's probably where all the weight came from, but I didn't care because I was just, I'm still happy with where I am. I'm still down from where I was. I'm still feeling good. I still feel energetic. I still have that mental clarity. I'm still able to perform to the best of my abilities. I also like to go out and smoke and drink. Like I was saying in my last episode, like I smoke a pipe all the time. Weekly, I do it daily. Sometimes I drink a decent amount too. When I go out to Q Cigar Room, I'm always have a drink in my hand. I don't always smoke every time I go because that's I listen to my body. And that's a big thing in the today's world that you need to be able to listen to your own body. Whether you want to you want to keep eating whatever you want or you want to keep losing weight, you have to listen to your body either way because your body's going to tell you, "Hey, I don't feel good than when you ate that. I didn't feel perfect when this happened," right? You push yourself too far, your body's going to react. It's going to puke. It's going to do something to survive, right? It's your body's own way of doing what it needs to do. So I like, like I said, listen to your body, okay? If you feel sick in the middle of eating, maybe stop eating. You don't have to force down the rest of that. You can take it home. You can finish it later. Or you can realize, hey, this is making me sick. Why am I still eating it? Why am I doing this to myself? I understand you'll get that second of gratification, that salt, sugar, and fat, because they usually accompany each other all in one sitting, especially when it's dessert, especially when it's cake, shit like that. And I understand you want to finish it. It tastes great. It tastes amazing. But you have to realize it's detrimental for the most part. It's There's a big stigma around it where people joke about it, really. They're like, you, you see ever see that meme where they cut like one piece out and then the, someone takes the rest of the cake as their piece like i always get so grossed out by that it's just ugh. 
I know. I find it a lot easier for myself even where a lot of sugar just like hurts my teeth kind of thing. Like if I look at a cake with like store icing on it, my teeth just like start to hurt because <laughs> I get, I know I have sensitive teeth and I know how they react. My teeth react to that icing. Like I like cake without icing on it. It's fine. I am also sometimes like my body freaks out depending on what I'm eating. Sometimes I'm sensitive to gluten. Sometimes I'm not. Sometimes I'm sensitive to lactose. Sometimes I'm not. I, I have to go through the motions to figure out where I need to be for all these things so that I can listen to my body, right? Like I can have, I have cashew milk sometimes, but almond milk makes me feel sick. Oat milk is okay in certain brands it makes me feel good but in other ones it makes me feel horrible so there's a lot of things that i always have to watch out for and keep moving with especially with stuff anything when it comes to lactose really ice cream a lot of times depending on the brand will make me sick the flavor how much actual flavorings in it there's a lot of factors for me and i know that and it's something that i have to watch out for and i think a lot of people are just careless when it comes to what they're putting in their body they just want the taste on their tongue for that 20 seconds or whatever it is however long it lasts and that's a big problem to me it's actually like mental illness it's pushing away something that feels that you know is wrong yet you're still doing it for gratification in some way whether it be on your tongue whether it be to show off to somebody be like well i got this cake and you didn't or oh, i got this golden ice cream and you don't like i don't know what the story is but you gotta realize like i said you have to realize how it is to your body if it's hurting you i'd say don't eat it if you want to keep eating it that's up to you i'm not going to tell you i'm not going to make your choice for you you can make your own choices but like i'm saying this is where I want to be in my life. This is where I think most people should be. Again, they can make their own choices. I've gone on this huge rabbit trail about where... I don't know. I just I started going on a rant. And I forget where I was, actually. Because I was talking about... Um, yes, yes. I was talking about my calories and how I do that and this and that. So I got down to 145 pounds, like we were saying. And then when I got down to about 150 is when I started actually working out because I started realizing I'm getting a bit skinny for where I want to be. And working out actually helps you retain the muscle mass so that you're only losing fat after that, right? So you don't have to work out every day is my biggest thing. I worked out three times a week. I did it in the morning. When I woke up, I'd wake up at six. Three days a week, I would go to the gym before work. The other four days a week, I'd go for a walk. Okay, so that was my start to this. I got into very good shape, probably the best shape that I've ever actually been in. And then I went through some stuff psychologically that I'm not going to get into in this episode because it was, it's still kind of fresh for me. It was about a year ago that it happened and I'm still working my way through it. But going through that actually put me into a state of depression that I, I didn't know how to get out of. And that's when I started putting on weight again. And I was getting upset with my body and this and that. And then I tried to get back into fasting, but then I was just making the decisions to have food over fasting. And 
I see, I saw like how I was just going on that rant, how I said, I don't understand how people can do this to themselves. I was doing it to myself. And in that moment, I understood. Now coming out of it, I don't see why I ever did it. But when you are depressed, when you are in that mental state down in the dumps, you make decisions that you don't even realize that you're making or that you don't even care about the consequences or you don't, you just, you're looking for some way to alleviate the pain and you look, food was my way apparently. But I've come out of that. I've come through a lot of things and I'm pushing myself again to start losing weight, to start, get back on my fasting. I'm back currently. I am, like I said, uh, this morning I weighed in at 162 pounds. Earlier this week, I was 168. So, like, it works. You just have to know what you're doing. You have to go with it. You have to listen to your body. Like I said, literally my entire day is this. I wake up at 6. I'm not working out anymore, first off. I wake up at 6. I go to work at about 7.30. So, I am actually, I'm a manager at work. So, I have to take care of my guys, make sure their day is set up before they even get there. So I go in about 7.30. It gives me half an hour to get ready before everyone else gets there. So we're good there. I go until about 11.30 usually, and then I go for lunch. Now, I live super close to home. So I go home for lunch, and I cook my my meals. So what I have pretty much every day is I go home, I make three eggs and two grilled cheese. And that in itself, the stuff, the combination that I use and the certain um, brands of ingredients that I use it works out to about 600 calories. Okay? Now, my deficit that I want to stay in right now is 1,800 calories so I can lose weight. Now, like I said, I put 600 calories in my lunch, and that gives me enough fat from the cheese that I can make it to dinner without getting hungry again. Now, when I come home for dinner, I have... It's literally... It's probably one of the easiest things you'll ever make. I get actually I buy canned potatoes which seems kind of lazy but they're actually like super good and they're super low calorie so I don't I'm not worried about it so I have one can of potatoes which is pretty much it works out to about two cups and that's 160 calories a cup or per it's 80 calories per cup yeah so 160 calories for the potatoes I'm eating and then I put a third of a cup of cheese on top of them after I cook them up, I fry them in the pan with a little olive oil. And you have to account for the olive oil as well because it is in there. It's cooked into your potatoes now. So I count for that. I count for my potatoes. I count for my cheese. And then I put two, like a little bit of sour cream. And I count for that as well. So that's usually my dinner. And that, if I really uh, feel like not eating again after that, I'm usually fine. Like that, I almost don't ever feel like eating again after that because of how, I don't know why, it's it's just so filling, right? It's a, it's, it's a starch, it's your fats, your carbs, and but then I'm low on protein for the day because all I've had for protein-wise is three eggs. So I have to get something else in there after. And also at that point, I've still got almost 1,000 calories left in my day, right? Because having all that, I'm sitting at about 900 calories. So and I've got 1,800 for the day. So that's still a huge amount of food that you can have. Like 900 calories is, is actually a lot if you know what you're doing, if you're eating whole foods. So after that, I usually I'll make, I, I grab some ham, some chicken maybe, 
Sometimes they'll make more eggs. I, I don't know. It depends on the night and how I feel at the time. I cut up a lot of shit and just throw it together. I'll make an omelet sometimes. Go from there. Even just a peanut butter sandwich. Sometimes I just do that. And I'm totally fine with that. I go a little bit over on my carbs that day, but whatever. I make up for it the next day when I cut them back. So there's a there's a lot of give and take when it comes to staying your calorie deficit. It doesn't have to be routine, routine, routine. You can mix it up every day. You can have fun with it. Where I know on days that I want to go out for supper. If I know I'm going out for supper, I will have a lighter lunch. I'll just have like the grilled cheese and no eggs kind of thing, right? Or I'll cut it down to one grilled cheese and like two eggs so that I've got those extra room for those calories. Because when I go for dinner, you can't track very well. And if I know, hey, I've got 1,600 calories and I'm going to like Boston Pizza or something, I can eat pretty much like a whole thing of jambalaya, right? Like that's, it it works out to that where you can have these king-size meals after dinner every night. And you don't really worry about it. And then you still got calories left over afterwards half the time. Like a lot of times when I do that, I'll have my my potatoes and my cheese. And then later on, I'll make like a couple, like three, three chicken breasts with some good seasoning on it. And then I'm like, okay, I'm happy. Now, a lot of people think chicken breasts is like the staple of losing weight. And it is. It probably is because it's just protein. But I actually, I just really like chicken. I don't really get tired of it. So I'm not worried about that. But it still leaves me like 500 calories afterwards. And to me, that's Reese cups. Like I, I walked over to the store, grab a thing of Reese cups. Because I think the ones that I buy, I think it's like a king king pack or something. And it works up to like 490 calories. So boom, I'm right there. And this, that's it. That's my day. Right? And then I'm just drinking water most of the day. Sometimes I'll have juice, but then I account for that in my calories. So there's not there's not a lot of it's not hard it's not as hard as a lot of people make it out to be is what i'm saying now i've made a lot of mistakes along the way i'm not gonna deny that by any means but there's a lot to learn it's give and take live and you learn up and down right you're not always going to be losing weight sometimes your body's going to be recompositioning instead of losing weight you're not always going to see movement on the scale and that's something you have to get over as well where I got pissed because I was like, oh, it's been two weeks and I haven't lost a pound. But my body looks amazing, more, way better than it did all of a sudden, right? Like I had once, like I said, two weeks, I didn't lose a pound, but my waist went down three inches in those two weeks. So that's what I'm saying. Your body's just pushing the fat elsewhere where it needs it to be. And that's a lot of what weight loss is. is it's patience. It's hard work. It's dedication, it's consistency, and that's it. Like It doesn't have to be horrible. It doesn't have to be life-threatening. You just do it right and be happy with yourself. Be happy with your body. Be comfortable with your body. Just let your body be itself kind of thing. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap up here. I hope you guys got a little bit out of that. I hope I dropped a couple little nuggets of knowledge in there. I was trying to. I'm sorry I went on a big rant in the middle, but uh, I really I really do hope you got something out of this episode, and I hope that it gives you a little more insight into my mind and my journey and where I've been and what I can do if, if I've given the time, right? I want to see you guys improve, whether it be physically, emotionally, or psychologically. I know I didn't get into the emotional or psychological side of things, 
but I'm also, I'm going way over my time that I usually allot myself for these episodes. So I'm going to get into those in future episodes and go from there. Okay. I hope you guys have a great week and we'll see you next week. Bye.